This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race, trying to keep up with the pace by space round crown. Everybody is jamming, 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 jamming for a better life, a better way of living. In the meantime, simple things we forgetting, like how to say good morning, morning. Neighbor. Oh, good morning, neighbors. Good morning, neighbor. Of course, when you jump into the maxi or the taxi, please say good morning. Most of you do. That's good. Keep it up, keep it up. All right, thank you, AP, for our major news. Of course, we have a news break that's going to come up at 8 o'clock, and that's all good is the Champlain Auto Services. Quickly, take a look at what's happening traffic-wise. I got a big one to tell you about. It is northbound, right by the Diwali Nagar site. Northbound. We have a car that's flipped over, so you have to drive pretty much on the shoulder. The emergency crews are there already. They have to wash down and so on. So if you're heading... Northbound. You're going to get some traffic, all right? And of course, your traffic starting around the Freeport area until the Nagara side. That's going to ease it up. And then you'll pick up some traffic again just after Monroe Road as you head towards the interchange. All right, take a look at what's happening on Chucha Roosevelt Highway. Golden Grove Road, chock a block for sure. Traffic from the Chucha Roosevelt Highway straight to UE, Trinity City Central Road. I actually drove on that road there, saw the new plaza, the little roundabout. Okay, that's busy as well. Uh, Eastern Main Road, pretty much from St. Augustine. You're going to get traffic. And of course, we'll do St. Joseph, passing by Champlain Auto, heading towards Mohawk Junction, Lower Santa Cruz, going up. Lady Young, St. Anne's coming down. Maraval is not too bad, would you believe? You got some my mocha there. And then you're going to step on your gas for a little bit. Yeah. Until, um, until Nook Road, all right? Yeah. That's your traffic. Of course, coming out of Dago is pretty heavy as well. All right. That's a quick traffic update for you. Let me just check my, uh, my message board here to see if I have any more votes on our poll. Yeah. We asked you this morning. Should the Trinidad and Tobago Defense Force be used more in the fight against crime in Trinidad and Tobago? All right, so quickly, let me just tell you what I got online so far as I hit view results. Yep, 100% so far is saying yes there, but on our calls and our, our hits, I got 20 people saying yes. And I got Nick being the only one saying no. All right. But to be fair, you should give them more time. 
Uh, well, yeah, they got seven minutes in total. Yeah, we'll yeah, take some calls some as well. To bring Richie, Richie Sunak's. Um, yeah, we took four minutes on that. So yeah, we'll we'll maybe you should do that now if you want to open up. We'll give you a couple yeah, of minutes to go in. Yeah, by the time my guest, uh, I'm trying to get a guest here. Um, said he should be online. All right. So once again, we will extend our votes and our calls. Should the Trinidad and Tobago Defense Force be used more in the fight against crime in Trinidad and Tobago? We had 11 expresses, 14 murders over the weekend, including another toddler. Let me tell you how great the BBC is. Can't touch that video. Uh, a presenter, her name is Martine Proxel, is being investigated over a breach of BBC's impartiality policy. Right? Uh, during the introduction, uh, there were complaints on social media that she displayed bias while hosting Sunday's newspaper review program. During the introduction, after Boris Johnson ruled himself out from the conservative leadership race, she told viewers she felt gleeful. She said, can you, sh-? and, and while that's a normal thing on CNN and other American agencies, the BBC has a very strict policy on its news anchors presenting any kind of editorial bias uh, to any news that comes in. They have editorial shows where people give their opinions, but their news shows are unbiased. Mm-hmm. And she was taken off and is being investigated for simply saying she's feeling gleeful about that. You see where they're good? Mm-hmm. That's a normal thing in American um, media. Mm-hmm. That's like between Don Lemon and, and Anderson Cooper, I, I, you can't even call it journalism again. <laughs> That's why CNN has this big shake-up going on where Don Lemon has been taking take off his primetime evening trying to put in the morning with two other people and, well, I guess their decision on uh, what's his name coming just now. Mm. CNN turned the, the left version of Fox during and after Trump's reign. It wasn't even news anymore. It was just their opinions. With, with some sputterings of news. Yeah. Anyway, the phone lines are open. Yeah, yeah. Carol Guevara said yes. Uh, Ray, uh, Rampage said no. Oh, yeah, I know that's Rampage. not going to be the answer, the, the, like a panacea, but let me tell you something. At this stage, something has to be done. Something, something must be done. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um... Says yes. All right. Get some calls coming. Touch our tones. Do us cordless. Mobile. 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans. 866-525-1099. All right. Um, of course, we're on a yellow adverse weather alert from 9 a.m. this morning. Just thought I'd remind you guys about that. Got some weather coming in. Um... All right, so get our poll. Should the TNT Defense Force, the Trinidad and Tobago Defense Force, be used more in the fight against crime in Trinidad and Tobago? Let's grab this overseas call. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, morning Ellie. What's happening? 
Hey, keep what you're doing, my brother. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I pray for you, man. I'm glad to hear from my friend. Yes, 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 report. All right. I'll call back you guys. All right. Thanks, buddy. It was a rough one. Let me tell you. It was a rough one. I came to work Tuesday, which was my birthday, like normal. I had lunch with my buddies Tuesday lunchtime. I was normal. And by 3.30, I started to feel a bit funny. I was going, why am I feeling this way? And by quarter past six, I said, you know what? I'm getting the flu. And then, boof, we lost electricity. We had no current. Tech took the power for three hours. And that three hours, oh my goodness, it was terrible. It was terrible. And Odoto, overnight, whew, that's when I actually had to call Ruben. I said, Ruben, I really can't make it anymore. And then I understand you all had an amazing show on Wednesday. Oh, yes. I heard, outstanding. I it was quite outstanding. Never, never done things before. I understand things. Outstanding. Were, it was, was outstanding. Really, thank you, Paul. Really but thank you. It was special. <laughs> thank you, Paul, for 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 coming in that last moment. I really had to call. You know, Ruben is a man that don't sleep, so I know I can call him. But I was just, I was just in pain, and hmm. nothing was working. All right, let's continue with our poll. We're taking a couple of minutes. Hopefully, my guests will be ready by then. Um, should the defense force be called out? Should they do more to fight against crime? One paper is saying 11, another saying 14 murders over the weekend in a sweet TNT, including a toddler. Including a toddler. As I said earlier, imagine that person who fired that, shot, that gun. He's sitting in a home now, knowing that he killed a toddler. Calm, calm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably got a present for Father's Day. Probably got a present for his birthday. And we'll probably get a present for Christmas. No take the life of a child. Monsters among us. It Monsters. You want to take the, the lives of adults, but of um, course. I know we're online. I can really speak my mind, eh? but no, I have respect. Good morning, caller. Hey, Steve. Good morning, boy. Morning, morning. Hey, hey Mr. Patrick. Good morning. How are you? Nice, nice to hear you back in the house, man. Thank you, buddy. Oh, God, boy. You had Paul Richard's crying, boy. I heard it. I heard All right. Mr. Patrick, we'll, we'll, we'll chat later. But what do you think about our poll? All right. What do you think about our poll? Yes or no? Obviously, we'll do that from now until carnival. But if you're going to continue doing that right now, <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mr. Patrick. We'll chat later. Good morning, Cola. Good morning. Morning. So, is it Wendell and Richard? No, it's Paul Richards and Steve. Oh, well, good morning to the both of you. Thank you. Good morning. morning. All right. make so, it all a while. I didn't call for one or two, but... I still, as a fan of one or two, I still like to be linking up with them. Don't mind all you on internet. Mm-hmm. Well, I sure don't know who it is speaking. No. This is the original Miss Valencia. Oh, yes. I haven't heard you in a long, long time. I yeah, well, remember your name. Call, call all I was still with this water hole up to now. It's still there. And at least they don't care, but. I just like to see that Trinidad move forward and let everything go on a peaceful way. Mm-hmm. But you see fireworks is the thing I don't like. <laughs> it come like a spot for people. They had this fireworks all about. It, all it was ridiculous it. yesterday. It was. 
because I could tell I have one or two puppies and I had to see how to run, let them hide because for me time, these are, and you know what I can't understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, these people don't realize that it have people with little babies, senior citizens. Well, they don't oh. care. They don't care. And, and the sad part about it, we're becoming a society where we don't care. But thank you so much, Valencia, uh, for calling us this morning. Thank you so much. And all the take care and have a safe day. And all the best to each and everyone. To Sir Charles and everybody. All righty. Thank you, Ms. Valencia. All the best to you. Be safe. Okay. Take okay. care. Bye-bye. Good morning, caller. Our vote on our poll. Your vote on our poll. Uh, very good morning. Very good morning to the, to the, to the breakfast crew. Morning. Right. Um, so just called to say uh, fantastic program. You all are my sunshine every morning. Um, Steve, no one does it better. No one does it like you. Um, <laughs> we miss you terribly. You sure do. You know, Paul is cry easily, yeah? We miss you terribly. Terribly. You are forced to be reckoned with. Thanks, Have a buddy. safe and blessed day, my friend. All right. And you did, did you vote on our poll? You think uh, the yes. defense force should be called out? Definitely indeed. All righty. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Appreciate it. All right. Um, we're taking uh, two and a half minutes again on our poll. Do you think the Defense Force should do more or should be used more in the fight against crime in our beloved twin island republic of Trinidad and Tobago? My, this is a technical operator over. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I you, you, you see, anymore. yeah, you, you see, I have a system. I mean, each individual, anybody that comes behind here, they have their own system. I have my own little system. So, um, I mean, uh, with three screens in front of me here, um, one doing a set of things, another doing another set, and another doing another set. So, so it's been like that for years. So I kind of know which. Yeah, which mouse to hold. Good for you. Yeah. I could care less. I'll not be going to red again. Sorry. Oh, so I heard as well. <laughs> Let me not laugh. Let no, me not laugh. Me. All right? I'm over it. You're over it. Yeah, it's... it's I have a little... Um, a little thing too much, to do here. It's too much to keep track of. It is. You have to. That's why you see. I, so I have my system. So, so I use my system that I know. All right. We're closing off our poll shortly. In one minute, should the Trinidad Tobago Defence Force be used more in the fight against crime in our beloved sweet tea and tea? All right. Riri out in West Palm Beach, Florida. My co-worker gave me uh, parasad this morning. You know, that's one thing I didn't eat yesterday. That's probably the only thing I didn't eat yesterday was parasad. I do like sweet rice. I love parasad and I love a barfi. Love it. Love it. I do. I do. All right. So let's get our pull. Let's get it going. Let's get it going as we come into an end in 20 seconds. Uh, Ron. Thank you, Ron. I hope Paul appreciates you more now. He better... I want to lunch that man owe me, but I want to see food right now. Big explosion last night. That was my belly. Um, uh, yes to the poll. All right. Thank you so much, Ron. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. Um,
Pepsi Pour. I'm doing things here behind the scenes that nobody can see. Of course, good morning to those on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on our YouTube channel. Paul didn't put on his camera yet, but maybe that's a good thing. But don't worry, you can see me. I'm right here. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So, Paul, let me close off our votes. Uh, it's exactly um. 7.30. Um, what we'll do right now while I try to get my guest online here, we'll probably take a movie call. Tell us why you think, why you think the defense force should be called out. Or give us your reason for voting yes, and give us your reason for voting no. That the TNT defense force should do more in the fight against crime in our sweet TNT. All right, we'll take some of those calls now. I know we had some callers that wanted to explain. Um, so you could do that now while I try to get my guest online. Oh. Oops, and there goes the pen in my way. Oh. Never at that moment. Never. It's, it's, you know, I would love for, you know, for it's been years since trying to build has been trying to settle down and it seems that it can't. The minute people start putting burglar proof up in their houses, we knew there was a problem starting. And we should have bit it in the butt at that time. When it's out of control, the minute you start to execute, execute a toddler, nine-year-old, and a three-year-old got shot over the weekend as well, we in crisis. And something needs to be done. Citizens of Trinidad and Tobago should feel safe when it's dark and they have to commute and walk to wherever they have to go. They should feel safe. They should feel safe when they lock their houses at night. Not to be invaded like what happened to a family in Maraval over the weekend. When you open your gate, just to go inside to get something. How many of us have done that? To be robbed by uh, imps walking in the road. You only get me started now. And Good morning. Good morning, Steve again and Dr. Richard. Good morning. I, I believe the police have become overwhelmed, so therefore they need help from the army. Short and sweet. All right. Thank you so much. Good morning. Hey, good morning, uh, Jay. Morning. All right. Let me explain why I, I voted no. All right. Let's hear you. Uh, um, one, there is 8,000 police officers. There is only 2,000 um, people in the, ministry, in the army, soldiers, right? Soldiers already have... Their, their duties to do Prime Minister Guard, President Guard, they have the Barra Guard to do, they have all the different things that task in that, that maintains the regiment to do. Now, the present how the present law is in Trinidad and Tobago, the police and um, soldiers cannot go on patrol by themselves. So what they have happening now, instead of four two police going in a particular area, you now have four two police and two soldiers going in the same area. 
So you're not covering a bigger area when you put soldiers on the ground. All you're doing is having more people in the same area, in the same vehicle, covering the same area. Now, if, you, if, if the law is to change and soldiers could go on patrol on their own, I support that for two reasons. One, in my experience, the corrupt police, I'm not saying all police is corrupt, but the corrupt ones, even when they have soldiers with them, they tend not to go in the places that affects their business. I will explain. I have been on patrol with police officers. Citizens have whispered to us while we're on patrol, look the drug block day, look the drug block day. Whispering to us, look the drug block day. We are now geared up and ready to go and raid the drug block. You know what the police do? Now nah, we ain't going there today. And because we are subjected to following the police, to supporting the police, we, do, we know where the, the, the crime are, the criminal activities are happening, but the police refuses to go. And we are... Let me ask, let me ask a question, sir. Go ahead. Do, one of the issues with uh, members of the DTT Defense Force being allowed to patrol by themselves is that there's a concern, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that while... Police are trained in law enforcement in terms of what is a breach of the law, what are the, what are the various statutes, so they know what the breach is and what they're arresting for. The army personnel may not have that level of training, so you're going out Correct. there as a, as a suppression uh, mechanism as opposed to a me- mechanism for arresting people, which is the rule Correct. of police. So how Correct. are you going to deal with that aspect of it when army goes by itself? Um, the only way get, to get past that is what some countries have where you have a fusion between the military and police. The police are military trained or the military are police trained. You understand? So we are aware of some of the... Now, we could go out there, you know, but not to not to do police you, things. But when you go out by yourself and you encounter a crime, if you that are is, not that is, that is, legally able legal to arrest and, someone and are able and to identify the laws that are broken, how are you going to... How is that going to... And, and evidence that, gathering and all that, how is it going to work? And that right there puts a direct finger on why I voted no. That right there. Well, that, well the, the question was, should it be used more with police, not by themselves? And more, more with police means just more people going in the same areas. So it doesn't really solve the suppression. No, not necessarily. It, it, it means that police can go out by themselves because they are army with police in some areas. It means that police can go out by themselves. But police will be, instead of having four police go on a particular area, you can have mm-hmm. two police and two army. And officers who may have been on that beat may go to other areas. So it may be able to cover more areas. No, that 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 the match the not match not matching. If you had four police in one vehicle, then you could have put two police and two and in, in, in two vehicles and sell out the two the two the two patrols. You don't need soldiers to be to do that. I think you're missing my point. You're not understanding what I'm saying. If there are four police originally going out in one on area, one patrol, on one patrol, who can go with two? members of the defense force and two others can go to another area by themselves it it it, it frees up two officers from being four in a particular area because the two who would normally go with the other two can be deployed in another area conceivably you can't send the four police and two different patrols and save the, the, the regiment that have their regimental tasks to do you could use the same four police and not use the soldiers why do you need the soldiers to go to, to go on and, and do police work Maybe people respect the soldiers more. People do. 
people do. People tend to, I'm telling you from my experience, people tend to give soldiers the information that they would not tell the police. People do. But when the police refuse to act on the information that the soldiers get, what do you want us to do? You're sending, out it, us, it, you're sending us out, it's a waste of time. Well, I don't know. Something, something different has to be done. It's a, it's a catch-22 situation. It's unfortunate, but that, is, that, is, that has been my experience. It's a catch-22 situation. And then it's a setup for soldiers too. Because the guys have opened fire for a soldier is different to police. Soldiers are trained to guard and defend. Soldiers are trained to kill. When we go out there to, we go out there to talk to nobody and to fight up with them school children and, and all them BS that we see going on right now. We go out there to guard and defend and, and to kill. It's a different mind training. Yes, we are, right. we are trained to tolerate people more. Mm-hmm. But it's different. It's different. You will have right. more casualties when they put soldiers out there than the police. Trust me. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. Let's bring this call in. Um, good morning. Very good morning. Good morning to your Honorable Minister Hines. How are you this day after Diwali? I'm recording in progress. Quite fine. But of course, as a public servant, very concerned about the state of affairs in our country and um, in our region. Yeah. I just heard some news from Jamaica where they are having a similar situation with extreme violence. I just I read yesterday about St. Lucia. I am aware of Barbados. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a regional and perhaps international thing. So I'm very, very troubled because of the public Responsibility that I hold. Yeah, um, I know. I know certain parts. Certain parts in region, is, crime is just escalated. And we know about Jamaica issue, but we're talking about Trinidad and Tobago right now. And this morning, we asked on our morning poll, uh, and let me tell you exactly what it is: Should the Trinidad and Tobago Defense Force be used more in the fight against crime in Trinidad and Tobago? Majority of our voters said yes. What says you? Well, I say two things to get started. One, the nature of crime and the causes of crime. I think everyone sufficiently understands now that it is not... When you see the blood crime on the street, or what we call crime, to the point where the police could get involved and arrest and charge somebody, that is really almost the end of the line. There are a whole lot of influences that would have contributed to an individual getting to that place. And therefore, we all understand that this business of crime has deep and multifaceted societal and international roots. And I say international because the guns that they use are not manufactured in Trinidad and Tobago and that kind of thing. In which case, it is true for me to say that the defense force has been involved in the fight of cri- against crime, perhaps from its inception. It still is. It very much is. For an example, the defense force has played a significant role in training our young people in various skills and disciplines in the youth training and development programs that they have run successfully, MyLAT, MyPath, CCC, and every school sports community thing, 
They have soldiers who would go to officiate in the sports, to assist them with the march passes. They assist schools with putting up tents. The defense forces, they were very involved in managing our COVID crisis. So they are involved in the fight against crime on that definition and have been very much so. In so far as dealing with it on the road is concerned, since the 19, I would safely say, mm, 2000, early 2000s, perhaps even before, the soldiers, yes, early 2000s, I was in the ministry with Martin Joseph at the time, we began to bring soldiers routinely into civil society on the streets in patrols with police officers. That has been the case since then. And it has intensified within recent times. Yesterday, I visited the enterprise area, which has generated a number, perhaps about nine murders in the last weekend or last few days. Reprisals, as the commissioner described it. And present there was the chief of defense staff and several Colonel Ned and several senior officers of the police and defense force because we actually have a post in lions gate where which is manned by soldiers and police the soldiers are involved with our interagency task force and make routine patrols everywhere in this country on a daily basis the soldiers have different camps around the place along with the police so to answer your question yes they are very involved and to say whether they should do more we all need to do more. We all need to do more in battling this business of crime that is surrounding us. Good morning, Minister Hines. Yes, sir. Song real, song real official there. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, the the recent macabre scenario where the discovery of dismembered bodies in the Kapara River has led some to suggest, and you can confirm if you can, the more acute footprint of transnational drug cartels. Can you comment on that at all? It may lead some to so speculate, but until the police comes up with a firm finding, a theory based on their investigation, it would be not, it would be, it wouldn't be sensible for me to make such a pronouncement. I have heard the discussions about how macabre it was and that is not characteristic with what Trinidadians will do. Well, I'm not so sure if that is so, because the same information that informs the gangs in South America is the same information that is informing the gangs in Trinidad and Jamaica and everywhere in the world, because with the current information technology platform, they all have exposure to the same filth, and the availability of guns, the same around the globe, perhaps. So I'm saying I am unable to confirm whether that is so. The first duty I had as a young police officer, I was sent to do a guard duty in Maracas River, up inside of Maracas, St. Joseph, where a dead body was found. And I was given a tour of duty there, my first duty after I passed out. And I'll tell you what, it was a headless corpse. The body was here, and the head was about 15 feet away down inside of that river, and I was made to guard it. Past nightfall, I alone got a relief much later than I had expected. So this thing, and we have had 
dismembering. We have had that. So I am unable to say who would have done it. I await the police report. But human beings are human beings everywhere and can do some of the most horrific things. I see things in Trinidad that would shock me and shock you. So I'm unable to say. In terms of the border protection issue, where you have been a champion, have been a champion of trying to deal with the illegal guns on the streets of Trinidad and Tobago and coming into Trinidad and Tobago. Do you think progress is being made in that regard? Yes, progress is being made. Not at the rate that And what does I, that progress look like? But it looks like recently we signed into two international agreements, that is to say a program called AirCop which is an internationally settled program where airports around the world are linked in a formal MOU kind of structure, sharing information, advanced passenger information, intelligence, and sharing operations. I had the opportunity recently to see live, because of that, is AirCop and CCOP, one dealing with airports and other ones dealing with our seaports. I had the opportunity to see live an operation that was going down, searching a vessel in which thousands of kilograms of cocaine was found. And it, 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 part of the journey was through Trinidad. And because of that international cooperation, eyes were upon it, and the authorities, law enforcement internationally monitored it. And we were, when they were doing the raid in open waters, we were able to see some of that activity as it as it unfolded. And, and that just told you that to let you understand the, the extent of the cooperation. So it looks like that. In addition to that, we in Trinidad and Tobago have taken action and continue to take with the, uh, with the, with the um, access to new vessels, the repair of those that we have, the constant training of our persons who operate those, the establishment of our, of our riverine and, and, and coastal patrol unit of the police service and it's strengthening recently and it's training up recently things that you may not see so yes there has been we have improved our radar coverage around the country substantially to the point i could tell you it is now 360 degree functional and we have been having some success you would notice recently the police have been quite successful in interdicting high-powered weapons from a number of locations in Trinidad and Tobago. All direct evidence to me as minister that the system is improving, as you have asked. And um, I am hoping it will improve even more swiftly and more robustly so that we could better protect our borders and protect the people of Trinidad and Tobago. And I tell you what, recently, just to conclude on this, the big port of Amsterdam, I passed through there a few days ago when I went to London, uh, to England. Recently, I spent one week in England. Last week, it was, yes, with the Commissioner of Police and other officials from Trinidad and Tobago. We went to see certain things and exchange best practice thoughts and so on on, a various, on various matters around national security. And I passed through the port of Amsterdam. I passed through Amsterdam, actually. And right there, I think earlier this year, 70,000 
kilos of cocaine was found. It got into Amsterdam. So that is not unique. All countries of the world have to tackle this business of international drug and arms trafficking and human trafficking. So Trinidad and Tobago is improving our stock. And um, I'm looking forward to even greater improvements in the protection of our people. Is gang membership increasing or decreasing in Trinidad and Tobago? That's a hard one for me to say because um, the definition of gang, and you know it well, parliamentarian as you are, is where two or more persons come together to create a specified list of criminal offenses. Um, two heads are better than one, three heads even more, and um, a lot of crimes are going down. It's hard for me to say, and I really am not too, too attracted when I hear uh, we have 1,500 gang members and X amount of gangs, like, you know, some or the other. I, I mean, I understand the statistical, the, import of, the importance of the statistics, but for me, I, I, I see it in more diffuse terms. Um, I ask the question in the context. I ask the question in the context of the the prevalence of murders, which are in many instances are being described as reprisal murders, or murders that are originating out of gang activity, uh, fighting for turf, etc. That's why I ask the question in that context, based on the information at at hand, where you concerned. And I did understand. Potent one too, and I was just getting to that point. So, because of what you have just described, and the use of automatic weapons, and three people killed in one go, and four people killed in another go, and that sort of thing, multiple murders rather than a single person losing his or her life, it does give this perception. Um, but you know, from information available to me, it is um, a relatively um, tighter group of individuals and um, I can't say too much more I'm not a police officer but um, so it gives a certain kind of perception and yes we have a serious problem with gangs and we are the police are tackling it in the best way they know how are local gangs collaborating with international gangs in the country I'm, I'm, I'm almost a lot of including the access to guns and the access to drugs. And, um, and so transnational in their orientation. So we have a specific focus on transnational crime. And I mean, if you're going to import guns illegally into Trinidad and Tobago, somebody somewhere else in the world is working with you to facilitate that. So the answer to your question must of necessity be yes. No government is going to benefit or be gleeful that the murder rate is, according to some counts, 493 hurtling to 500. Uh, the government certainly cannot be happy about that. Uh, is there a different strategy to be employed or being employed as we head to the end of the year when statistics may, may be able to show that the end of the year, November and December, are also have a tendency to have an increase in murder? Two things I could say to that. The short answer to that is yes, based on information I would have gleaned from the police commissioner, um, who I relate to as minister, and the chief of defense staff, who is there in full support of law enforcement 
in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, so the short answer is going to be yes. Uh, I can take a more um, complex view and provide a different kind of answer. Um, but yeah, the short answer I would say is yes. Just as a matter of curiosity, there's been a lot of conversation about a merit list being forwarded. Uh, is that accurate? Is there a merit list for the shortlisting of commissioner police uh, in the ethos? As Paul, as you know, the final station in the process for the appointment of deputy commissioner of police and commissioner of police is the parliament. And you and I are parliamentarians. It is a matter that you and I should tread very, very, very carefully on in anticipation of that. I do not want to be uh, alleged to have made any comment that might indicate or prejudice anything around it. For that reason, I want to stay far from that topic. That is a matter at this stage for the Police Service Commission, of which I'm not a part nor member, and therefore um, I'm unable to help in that regard. I fully understand. As, as you know, I was traveling different rules here. <laughs> <laughs> you could travel that rule as you like. <laughs> I understand. Your, your, the, I, I fully understand. Minister, yeah. we were talking earlier on about I, I, and I remember a law being passed, or a yes. bill being a law being passed to facilitate traffic cam activation in Trinidad and Tobago. Could you give us an update on the status of that? Because I know the former HE, now Minister of Rural Government and Local Rural Development and Local Government, would have championed that, and they would at some stage there was a testing of equipment. Is there that? Is that still in the offering? In respect of what did you say, traffic a traffic plan? Traffic cams, where where electronic cameras on traffic lights would have been able to facilitate giving yes. tickets yes. electronically. Yes, well, that that is a matter for the Ministry of Works and Transport and to some extent the Minister of Rural Government and so on. But it does have a national security uh, articulation interface junctions with national security because we have interesting movements on the road too and um, i am aware that some advancement is being made as it relates to national security and and regarding the national cctv camera network which of course is, is technology that's employed around the world you said you recently traveled to london i know you spoke about this in the past where uh that technology is a great advantage to law enforcement around the world in, in terms of keeping eyes on criminal activity. How far are we, or what is the status of our CCTV camera network presently? We are up and running, not as efficiently as we should be. Action has been taken to improve it. Action is being taken to improve it, and I am very, very confident based on information. What are the, what are the present gaps? Well, the present gaps is that um, if you have 1,606 79 or so cameras as I've answered in the Senate. Maybe to your own question, I think you raised it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and you have, you have uh, just off my head, I'm just calling a figure, you have 500, 600 of them malfunctioning for any reason at any time because this is an ongoing thing. Something will bring down a camera, electrical surge will bring down a camera. So what you really need is daily constant monitoring and upgrading and making sure that all of them are firing on all cylinders. That is not exactly the case, 
and therefore we need to improve it. We don't even have sufficient cameras in Trinidad and Tobago as far as I am aware from what the experts tell me. So that is another issue. Um, we need to modernize some of them because when you go to a place like England, as you heard me say before, I mean, they're really optimally efficient in that regard. When you leave your home, anywhere in England and you trot out and you come back, you would have been photographed at least 54, 55 times. But the most important lesson I learned last week in the United Kingdom was the attitude, the work ethic, the doggedness of the law enforcement personnel there. They don't let go. They stay on the job. They carry through. They take it because they, they're very conscious. You know, I went to the Nottinghamshire police force because there are 43 police forces around that place and two between um, Scotland and Ireland. But 43 in England. Are you there, Paul? Yes, I'm here. I'm hearing you. And, and I was amazed... We have a population in that county of about 1,500,000 people, a little bit more than Trinidad and Tobago. They, they really, really, really have a very efficient operation, and I was quite surprised to learn some stuff about how they operate. If I can transpose that ethic, that attitude, I'm sure. Trinidad and Tobago will benefit generally because I think as a nation we are not as dogged and as productive and serious about our jobs as we should be, all of us. The place would be a lot better. Quality of life will improve immediately if we would do that. But it's a work in progress. Gentlemen, time has run, you know. Yeah, Minister, thanks for being with us. We appreciate your time and contribution. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Have a great day. Have a safe one as well. Thank you. Recording stopped. All right. Of course, that was Minister of National Security, the Honorable uh, Fitzgerald Hines. Um, All right. We do have another guest lined up right after 8 o'clock, the Commissioner of Police. We will chat with him coming up after 8 o'clock news brief. Um, Of course, um, that'll be about 8.10. I have a, a track to play, but you all can still vote on our poll. All right, our poll, should the Trinidad Tobago Defense Force be used more in the fight against crime in Trinidad and Tobago? All right, that's our poll. It's going to stay up until tomorrow morning when we give you the final results. And we get a lot of votes so far. Um, 100% is saying yes. Let's get into our news brief. It's exactly 8 o'clock on this, the 25th day of October. Two months to the best day of the year. Ah, yes, another day of... Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.